Welcome to The Garden is Growing, Episode 7, Planning a Fall Garden. My name is Joshua Meekins. Join me as I garden organically, constantly expand and improve my garden, and learn techniques to help my plants thrive. What have I been up to? Quite a lot. (laughs) The garden is going well right now. Uh, There's so much to do, so many things to work on, to monitor, to harvest. It's a blast. So this week, I picked my first uh, Serrano pepper, and it is good. Um, It's a little spicy, which I, of course, was expecting. It's not put tears in your eyes hot, but it's definitely packing a punch over a more uh, bland pepper. Uh, I cut it up. I put half of one in my salad. And I liked the kick that I went ahead and did another salad for dinner that day, and I put the other half in. So currently, adding serrano peppers to my salad is my go-to. I'll definitely try different ways of eating it, roasting it up, cooking it, baking it, seeing how it works uh, best in different dishes. So picking serrano peppers, new this week. Uh, We're starting to get more tomatoes. We've been harvesting cherry tomatoes. 42-day cherry tomatoes uh, for a couple weeks now, and oh, I actually, let me pull it up, I've been keeping a log of how many different things that we harvest. I did this last year and counted over 90 cucumbers, but lost count on most of the other items. All right, so 42-day cherry tomatoes, we have harvested 24 of them so far, and they're about golf ball size, bigger than just a tiny cherry tomato, um, but still a cherry tomato. We have harvested one delicious tomato, uh, two serrano peppers. I've done it. I picked a second one this morning. Black Beauty zucchini, we've harvested four. We've done a couple handfuls of green beans so far. And the cucumbers, my favorite, the straight eight, we have gotten 14 so far. And the white wonders, we've gotten 12. And I'm currently having some issues with the cucumber plants that I've been talking about over on Instagram. The issues I'm having with the cucumbers are both a powdery mildew and a leaf spot. So what I've been doing is for the past two weeks now, um, I've done two different applications, a copper fungicide to help prevent uh, spread of the different diseases. So with the powdery mildew, hopefully it will prevent other leaves from um, catching the powdery mildew, and same with the, the leaf spot, the angular leaf spot. Um, hopefully that isn't spreading. I've been still having issues with it, so it's not a 100% fix-all, but I'm noticing a lot of new growth isn't showing the diseases. So I'm hopeful that it'll continue to work. Uh, feel free to check out my updates over on Instagram. I've got a, a reel about it and some um, some posts as well. Keep a lookout on the stories because I might just put some short updates on there. Uh, this week I also shared more information on Instagram about my uh, Mosquito Bits trap. Uh, there's this product out there called Mosquito Bits and basically it's just these little pellets that you can put in water and it will prevent uh, the mosquito and also fungus gnats their larvae from uh, developing. Basically, the larvae will start eating this and it will not, <laughs> let's just say it doesn't settle well with their stomach. So what I've been doing is putting out different containers throughout the yard, around the property, with uh, water and the mosquito bits in hopes that 
It's an easy water source for mosquitoes. They will go ahead and lay their eggs in my traps, and it will kill them before they can develop into blood-sucking adults. <laughs> and so far, so good. We've had a couple mosquito bites, but nowhere near what we've had the past two years. It's only the end of June, so I think next month, July, will be the real test uh, to see if, if what I'm doing works. Now, I don't think this would work on a small scale. If you have a, you know, a townhouse, a, a small piece of property, if you're in an apartment, obviously, you don't have much land to work with. This, I'm thinking, only will work because we're able to do a perimeter around our property, and also I have some in the middle of the property under our back deck, and I believe it will um, allow the mosquitoes that would easily be near us to go ahead and, and die off over time. Yes, there'll be mosquitoes that will be coming in from areas not around these traps and will be getting bitten by them, but I'm hoping that the population will be dramatically reduced because uh, mosquitoes, in my research, don't like to travel too far. They may travel um, a little bit of a distance, but they're just looking for a food source. If we can reduce the population around us, then we're more likely to not have as many mosquitoes eating us. So I'll keep putting updates on Instagram about that as well. Um, I refreshed the traps. I now have over 30. Most of them are uh, milk jugs, those gallon plastic containers. I just cut in half and I sit out. And they're, most of them are hiding. You wouldn't really tell just walking around unless you're looking for them most of the time. Uh, it's just a, a way that I can put them just a couple feet into the, the brush uh, that surrounds our yard, maintaining them every couple weeks. Um, and if it works this year, I'll, I'll plan on continuing it. It's very cost effective. When it's all said and done, it'll cost us um, probably around 10 bucks for the mosquito bits for the amount I'm using this year. Um, and it, there is some labor involved, but if it takes care of the mosquitoes, I'd say it's more than worth it. Uh, this past week, we also went to a blueberry orchard, and we had so much fun picking blueberries. Um, they also do strawberries and cherries, but unfortunately, we're at the end of the season, so they only had blueberries left. Uh, but it was so much fun uh, taking the kids. Um, I, I don't talk about my, my kids too much, uh, but one of them is one, the other is four. And the one-year-old, this was his first time going to pick blueberries while he's able to walk, he went before when he was really little, and he had so much fun. He didn't care if the blueberries were green, if they're blue, if there are twigs attached. We were just trying to get him to eat the blueberries and not the whole sticks. He was obsessed with uh, eating these blueberries. The four-year-old was a lot better about helping us pick some and put some in the container for us to take home, uh, but we all, we all enjoyed our time there greatly. The main topic. The main topic this week is planning a fall garden. All right, I'm going to start this with a disclaimer. No, not a disclaimer, a confession. I'm going to confess something. The past five years, I've actively been doing a garden. Um, two different locations, uh, first where we were renting and now where we own. Um, and I've been starting seeds indoors for each of these five years of gardening. And with that, I have not done a fall garden. And what I mean by that is I don't do a second planting of fruits and vegetables um, to be able to harvest throughout the fall and into the early winter. 
Normally, I get tired and I kind of peter out during the summer. I think doing the podcast and being very active on Instagram has given me the motivation this year to be more diligent, to be able to have plans in place and to be able to get as much out of the land that we've prepared and that we're growing in as possible. There's so much that we can grow in the fall that honestly doesn't do that great in the summer because of the heat. I'll remind everyone, I am in uh, central Virginia, so zone 7A. We're not the coldest climate. We're not the hottest climate. We're right in the middle. So, I mean, today, (laughs) uh, I'm recording this on Wednesday the 30th, and it is going to be 95 degrees, which is a lot hotter than we're used to seeing. Normally, our hot days top off in the high 80s. A 95-degree day is very hot for us. So with this 95-degree weather, uh, all the way up until a couple days ago, I was still harvesting some snap peas, very few, and I was having to pick them when they were still young in order for them to still be be tasty. But we got a lot out of the snap peas. That's another plant I'm going to be able to grow in the fall. So let me go over what I'm going to plant, and then we can kind of discuss how I'm going to go about it. Um, I'm going to do some more plantings of some of the items I already have. Uh, lettuce, the butter crunch lettuce, kale, and the sugar snap peas that I mentioned. Those are all going to be coming back for a second planting in the fall and more green beans. I actually want to get another one of those planted here in this this week. Um, be able to have green beans going all throughout the fall. And I'm going to be picking up some new seeds. For the first time, I've ordered some seeds from Baker Creek Heirloom Seeds, rareseeds.com. Baker Creek, I have been seeing everywhere on Instagram. They're a very popular seed supplier. They have some rare seeds. They have some uh, very odd, not available in local store seeds. And my normal seed supplier I've been using for the past couple years, probably the past five years actually, maybe four years, is MI Gardener. They are out of a couple that I was planning on ordering where Baker Creek was in stock. So I decided to give them a try this year. I've ordered seeds for four more plants uh, from Baker Creek, uh, Dragon Tongue Bush Beans, Long Island Improved Brussels Sprouts, a Red Romaine Lettuce, and Utah Tall Celery. These, along with what I currently have seeds for that I'll do a second planting of, will be my fall garden. Uh, Some of these I'm going to start indoors. So this is the end of June, July. So I'm still mapping out the timing of everything. Some of these I'm going to be starting indoors in our basement. I have the grow nook that I used to start all the seeds that we planted outside for the spring. And I'm going to um, basically start up operations again down there. I'll no longer need the heater or the humidifier. I'll just need the lights that are on a timer. So that'll be pretty convenient versus doing it when it's still super cold outside. I'll be starting the seeds here, some of them, um, as early as probably a week or two from now. Um, July, I'll start some seeds outdoors. Uh, It'll be too hot for some plants. I'll start indoors. And then July and August, I'll plant outside. And I'll do some plantings of, like lettuce, I'll plant each month. I'll I'll plant July, August, September, 
maybe even another one in October. And I really want to experiment with some row covers to see if I can get some lettuce and other cold crops uh, producing through the start of the winter. So that's one of my future plans. One thing I'm always running into is having a place to plant things. The garden is growing, but my my plans and desires of all the different things I'm, I'm currently growing and want to grow, they outpace the rate of growth for the garden and the room that I have to plant. I'm sure you all can understand that dilemma. So I've been thinking of where I'm going to be putting things. Um, some things like the potatoes, I have those in grow bags. I've already harvested two of them. I've got three or four more bags that I'll be harvesting within this next month. And those will then be freed up. I'll have the space from those grow bags. I can plant some of these items. Um, I currently have some bush beans in grow bags that are doing really well. So I might plant some of the, the new bush beans in grow bags. Um, I'm going to be pulling up the snap peas very soon. Uh, they're all wilted and brown, but they, they easily got over, I'd say, eight feet tall. They're out, they outgrew the six-foot trellis, and they started wrapping back down um, and, and coming back down to earth. So I'm super pleased with the snap peas. I'm planning on pulling them up and planting the fall snap peas in its place because uh, that's pretty much... The only thing that can fit there, because it's so close to some onions that I planted, there's not a whole lot of space there. So the snappies is the obvious decision, since I know they can grow there. And I have another spot that I still need to get some more soil for. Um, and that one I'll probably put, it'll be a place that I can put uh, a trellis up or do some type of netting between two T-posts, and I'm thinking of having more snap peas grow over there. Um, that'll be next to the um, next to the Super Sweet 100 cherry tomatoes. So that'll be another spot I'll have room to plant some more in. Let's see, the Brussels sprouts, the... I could do lettuce in grow bags. I'll do that. The Brussels sprouts and the celery, I don't quite know where I'm putting yet. The the beds I have, the peppers, the cucumbers, those are going to be in long after, or those plants are going to continue to grow long after I am planning on needing to put the new plants into the ground. Uh, the other bed, one of the other beds has strawberries, onions, and that's where I'll put the snappies on the, the side of that one. There's no extra room there. And the third raised bed we have right now has lettuce, kale, carrots, green beans, and cucumbers. That one, the lettuce is just about done. It's getting more mature, starting to bolt a little bit. Uh, some seeds are starting to emerge. And the lettuce itself is getting a little bit more bitter with the heat. So that'll be coming up, so I'll have, I'll have room there. The kale next to it, I'll probably have room there. However, that's less space than I want to plant more lettuce <laughs> when it comes to doing lettuce in the, the fall. So I'm starting to think I need to build another 2 foot by 8 foot bed. I'm going to put one of those next to the other 2 foot by 8 foot bed I have. And I also have plans on putting in two more... Um, dimensions can vary slightly, but eight foot wide, um, either four or five feet, uh, the other direction, 
Uh, two more of those I'm planning on putting in the garden, but I don't currently have the lumber for that or other materials that would work for that. And I also don't have any more topsoil. Well, not topsoil, uh, garden soil. Um, ideally, half compost, half soil. The compost I'm making, there's a very small amount of it that is ready now. I'm planning on uh, putting on top um, the next plantings I do. Uh, but I don't have nearly enough to start mixing in with, with dirt to fill beds. Um, not quite ready for that yet. So I'll need to get another, um, most likely another delivery of soil. I have dreams of having a pickup truck one of these days, but we're not quite ready to, to switch up the car situation right now. So no pickup truck. So I'll probably get another soil delivery. Um, the one I did last year lasted me all the way until a couple weeks ago when I when I finished off the pile. That was good quality stuff. Things are growing well in it um, with fertilizer and I'll be able to make some compost in with it, the, the small amount I do have available to at least top dress it. So that's where I am right now. Um, I am thinking about starting seeds. I'm going to um, come up with a, a schedule this month to plant over the next couple weeks uh, indoors. I'm going to figure out where I want to in increase the, the garden, where I want to build the raised beds next, start thinking about getting more soil, getting the materials needed to uh, build the raised beds. I, one spot I really thought it would be cool to do a metal type of raised bed, um, but I don't know. It'll probably come down to just the, the cost differences and... And what's going to be the best decision for us at the time um, when I'm doing it? I can always improve these in the in the future. The wood I'm using is only going to last, you know, maybe three to five years before I need to replace these wood and raised beds anyway. So <laughs> that's where I am with the fall garden. Um, I, I hope that you'll start thinking about doing some things for the, the fall garden. Uh, lettuce, you can easily start directly in the ground. You can start taking leaves off your plants, you know, as early as 30 days. Most most lettuce takes 60 days to fully develop. So be thinking of your fall garden. Start getting some ideas on what you want to grow, when you want to start it, where you're going to plant it. And I just encourage you not to, not to burn out, especially right now when it's the heat. We're approaching the heat of the summer. No matter where you live, I bet you July is going to be one of the, the hottest months of the year, and it seems like this year it's hotter than most years. So just drink water, wear a hat, go out early in the morning or in the evenings when you can. Try not to burn yourself out, and try not to burn up also in the process being out there in the heat. And I hope you have a great fall garden this year. Resources. I'll go ahead and plug the orchard that we went to uh, for the resources for this week. Uh, now, this only really applies if you're in central Virginia, um, but it can be just a reminder to check out your local orchards as well, support some local businesses. We're at the end of most seasons. Apples will be coming, uh, coming up in the fall, so that's something to look forward to next. Um, Siemens Orchard in Roseland, Virginia is where we went, we found it last year. We went two or three, maybe three or four times last year, and then we got out once so far this year. The season just went quicker than I thought, and with all the projects at our home, I almost forgot that they were towards the end of the, the uh, blueberry and cherry picking season. 
So check out your local orchards. Siemens Orchard in Roslyn, Virginia is a great option. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you have a great week and are able to spend some time in your garden. And it's never too late to start. If you haven't done anything yet this year, no gardens, nothing's growing. It's not too late. You could do a fall garden. There's no precursor to having a spring summer garden in order to put plants in the ground for the fall. So not too late, go out there and, and, and try it. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram at the garden is growing and email me any questions comments that you have joshua at gardensgrowing.com until next time go out and grow